0: What's your Perfect. favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people call us overwhelming. Yeah. Love it or leave it, we don't care. No, but we want you here. Yeah. Welcome to you. you.
1: Can sip with us. Can sip with us. I'm Colleen. I'm Ashley. Almost two Thanksgiving, folks. Two just days before Thanksgiving. a couple Thanksgiving. days away. And I'm if just... you haven't listened to Last week's episode. Last week's episode. You might have thought, I don't need Thanksgiving hacks, but this Thanksgiving, if you are going to a Thanksgiving event or hosting a Thanksgiving event, did you know it's rude to bring flowers? Did you, do you know how to make the perfect turkey? We cover everything in last week's episode. Also,
0: not just Thanksgiving things. Like I feel like there were some tips in there for any kind of party that you're going to be a guest at or if you were hosting
1: some Mm -hmm. good shit.
0: Yeah. Paul brought the house down last week, you know?
1: I am drinking at the moment a nice Pinot Noir. I've been on a Pinot Noir kick. It's Have just you. my fall. It's still sunny here. And you were talking mm. – over on Patreon, Ash mm-hmm. was talking about how it's been raining in Arizona. It has been mm-hmm. – I don't know if we we're traded. setting some kind of record for dry November days, but mm. it is sunny and dry still. It's great. Pinot just
0: – But like cozy because it's mm-hmm. probably like chilly, it's you know, cold. so it's like sunny, but you know, you can bundle up. That's my favorite. That is why I love fall. Well, I have a lot of reasons for loving fall, but that's one of them.
1: Dude, and oh, not anymore. But there, so it's been sunny, it's been cozy, and Earlier today, there was a snowflake for the first time on Thanksgiving Day. <gasps> now it's a sunshine, oh.
0: but there are oh. snowflakes <laughs> wow. surrounding it. Well, that's a 180. Anticlimatic. What are mm-hmm. you drinking? What are you sipping on? I have a cup of Egyptian licorice tea, and then I just nice. got a sparkling water. At the end of the patron recording, for some reason, I started to feel really dizzy and lightheaded, so I thought maybe I needed something cold. Yeah, know. you know
1: what? Hopefully. I got something cold too. Yeah. My backup after the Pinot is the Zevia. I got the cream soda at the store the other day. Mm. Which is one. always I feel kind of bad for cream soda because it sits next to root beer and it's like, ooh, cream soda sounds good. Yeah, and then, it's the ugly then
0: it's, redheaded steps child or root whatever beer, they say. And
1: nothing beats root right. beer. Nothing beats root beer. So I threw But cream, cream soda, soda is damn good. And I yeah. picked up a little six pack.
0: Good. Yeah. You don't want to leave it alone all the time. Yeah.
1: And it is damn good. Needed a that little That was love. nice
0: of you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So here we are cracking I our bevvies. I have a hangover from
1: last week's episode. I ranted about Target. <gasps> Good. I was
0: hoping we'd get. Did someone write us?
1: There are a lot of Target connections in the squad. People know wow. people. Okay. Someone's husband is like a manager type figure at a Target. Some people Great. used to be supervisors at Target. Some people still work at Target. There's a lot. And everybody told me that my Target had made a grave mistake. <gasps> Only one person said, We do send things to. Th- To the cruncher, if it's designated as a safety risk, like what if there was a screw loose or missing or piece missing or whatever, sometimes they do have to be, what's the word, starts with a D, defected. To the oh, to the defected. smash machine, mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah. pretty much everyone else said, "Oh no!" At my Target, we discount them and put them back out. Or <gasps> that's what we were hoping for. That's we, what we were, were hoping, hoping that person for. was wrong. So it does seem like my Target had made a grave mistake, and that Target's go to policies are not just complete waste, trashing
0: everything. Yeah, okay. which is think good, very reassuring. Yes, very reassuring. That's important. Okay,
1: good. Um, We've also got a good review of the week. Here we aren't go. Aren't they all
0: good reviews? <laughs> yeah, I guess they are, aren't they? You said it like this, uh, this week we've got a good review of the week. <laughs> Finally got a good review. <laughs> Finally got a good one. You yeah. <laughs> um, got. We this podcast all the ones out for a long time. <laughs> <Finally> got this <laughs> week. We have a good review of the week. <laughs> Thank God.
1: This is from Katie Dill's exclamation point. Simple subject line. Thank you. Mm. I'm listening to your guys' last podcast about Ashley's friend's post after recovering from cardiac Mm. arrest, and it made me cry. My husband is 34. He suffered from cardiac arrest in August. My dad is the reason he's alive. The story was so familiar to me. I'm so happy he's okay, and it was so good to hear another person's positive story. Thank you guys for sharing something so moving. Thank wow, you, he's a Katie. 6% Dills. or 2.
0: yeah. Mm. And I'm glad
1: that your husband is okay. Yeah, but I signed up for CPR class. Chris and I did after oh, hearing your story. Yeah, and we have also had several people request that you share that post of that
0: person. They want to follow along mm. this guy's journey. Maybe you can okay. share that in Insta yeah. Stories
1: or something. But
0: yeah, yeah, anyway. yeah. It's a little bit difficult on Instagram to read because it's such a long post that oh. it's like his post and then three comments, but you know, like, yeah. cause it was so long that he had to put, so Facebook's easier, but I can still share him. I can share the post and you guys can follow because him and his wife are just great people to follow. Like they're very positive and uplifting. And I had a call with him today, mm-hmm. like we a uh, meeting and it was just like, it was just good to see his face. And even the the president, like we got through all of our topics and he's like, and I just would like to say, Jamie, it's good to see your face on here and Ugh. it was, you know, it's just like it could have gone another way so it's really really cool but mm-hmm. happy to share um because that guy's a miracle and everyone needs more everyone needs more of him and miracles in their lives yeah. speaking of actually yeah. yep it is the season of giving so we had a lot of people write in and actually it was really heartbreaking because there are so many people who need things and could use some joy brought to them this holiday season. So I would recommend if neither of these resonate with you, we picked two stories, two families to sponsor this year, but there are tons of other ways that you can help. And actually I went to look because Glennon Doyle does something and it's called like helping holiday hands or something like that. And they put together a bunch of stories that people can go sponsor a family. And all I looked and all the, the families are taken. They've all been sponsored. But I love that she says, we show up to change another family's holiday. And then somewhere during the process, we realize that the family that has changed is our own because we can and should act out what we believe. We can say love wins and we can do love wins. We can believe that we belong to each other and we can also make that so. We get to do that. The way we do this is to say to one of these strangers on this list, Hey friend, I'd rather my kids get three holiday gifts and your kids get three holiday gifts than my kids get six and yours get none. We let our families watch us do this. We show our children the families we're helping, and then we can show our families, not just tell them what love looks like. Let's build the kind of world we want for ourselves, for our kids, and for each other. And I love that. So you know, they have giving trees at churches, at malls, I'm sure online. There's tons of places. There's tons of things that you guys can do um, to get involved. But this is something we wanted to do. So we have picked two families that people wrote in and shared. So I'm going to read one and then should we talk about how to now let we'll what? share
1: our their stories and then we'll share how you can help and how we're helping and how you can okay. join us
0: okay so this is from sherry she says i'm writing in for hope uh, something's going on with my head right now you guys because i'm dizzy i'm having trouble i was just reading, gonna ask how you're feeling yeah i'm uh, it's difficult do you me, want me to read them? i'm gonna see how i do well i'll see how i do This past weekend, my lifelong friend lost his wife, who you will see in the pics I attach. He was married to my first childhood friend, and they shared a lovely little five-year-old girl. His life is in pieces. He's so scared about raising his daughter, and I just thought it would be amazing for you guys to help him the first holiday season. I hear how thoughtful you are. Both are via the Sip Squad. I see the way you guys value your relationships with people and each other. I hear how devoted you are to your family and children. I see how helpful you are with children ideas. I've watched Ashley via Instagram with Rev, and I always think of my friend who passed. Ashley, you look like Amy. Love like her and just remind me of her so much. So much that I just had to try. So many similar life views, and I know you can make this holiday special to the legacy she left behind. When I heard you mention a family in need, I only thought of Amy. Some families are in a different type of need. No, they are not poor or sick or anything like that, but they are so hurting. The dad is so lost. I feel like this very moment of me hearing, listening to this podcast, I was on the way to my friend's wake, just seemed like a sign. If I could make the holiday of a five-year-old who just lost her mom, along with being able to help my friend go through this season, I would be so grateful. I would be doing what I would try to if I could afford it, but I'm a single mom and I struggle, but I want peace for them. So many children need love. I ask that you consider this beautiful girl. It says she attached pictures, which I think she might've forgot, but, um, who better, who better to make this darling's little holiday a little brighter. Thanks for allowing so many people to share your lives. So that is our first story. We're going to sponsor in the legacy of Amy. Their little five year old and him, the dad, get him some stuff too. Call. Ooh, okay. And it was so hard, you guys, like mm-hmm. to just,
1: we couldn't just pick one, we picked two. And for everybody who wrote in and nominated somebody, thank you for taking the time to do that. And just know that like everybody who wrote in deserved this. And I wish we could have like done this for everybody. But our second choice is. Was written in by Kayla. Hey, ladies. First off, I just wanted to say that I love you guys. Uh, You make my day so great. I absolutely love that you guys want to help a family in need this holiday season. When I heard about this, I just had to tell you guys about this sweet family that is going through a nightmare. I went to high school with Margot, and she has a last name here, but I won't say it. Um, And she's literally the sweetest person I have ever met and a fantastic mother of three sweet babies, ages six, two, and one and a great wife. This family is very young. Margot and her husband are only 27 years old. Here is their story. In July 2018, Margot's husband, Bryce, was diagnosed with a very rare cancer and is stage four. Initially, treatment was very successful, but at the end of August of this year, they found out that the inoperable tumors in his lungs are growing at a fast rate. They tried a second treatment plan to slow down the growth, and it's failed. Bryce's tumors have quit responding. Jeez. Sorry, guys. One moment. Bryce's tumors have quit responding to these lines of chemotherapy. Bryce has been on 10 different kinds. Bryce's treating physician is a specialist, and he's in contact with 16 others. He's been doing a lot of legwork from them. They're going to get an opinion from someone who's not associated with these networks. Bryce's cancer is one of the rarest in the world. Only 25 cases are diagnosed a year, and they only have a 10% chance of finding a successful line of treatment. Bryce continues to have good days and bad days, but his health is quickly declining. Their community is helping as much as possible. This could potentially be their last Christmas altogether as a family. Anything that can be donated would really help this family. Putting lunch money in their daughter's lunch fund and helping pay for her dance classes. Um, Money can help cover living expenses or anything to help provide a great holiday season would be just what this family could use. Happy holidays and thank you for bringing joy to the world, Kayla. Kayla, thank you for nominating this family. And so you guys, here's our plan. We are going to we have not uh, this might be how, we're going to reach out to these families to Kayla mm-hmm. and our other uh, our other choice for this. And we're going to put together, I think the easiest way to do this is put together an Amazon wish list of how we can help make these families holidays brighter. Ashley and I are going to contribute as much as we can, and then we're going to open up the wish list. We've gotten a lot of emails from folks saying that they also want to help, and so we'll set up a way that you can also, if you want to help be a part of this, can purchase something from their wish list and have it sent to them. We can't fix the things that are happening in their lives, but we
0: can spread some joy, we can spread some love, and for maybe alleviate some of the financial strain that comes with Yeah. The holidays.
1: And hopefully help
0: these kids find some magic too,
1: you know, Mm -hmm. everything they're going through.
0: We will put the link in to the Amazon lists in the show notes as well as share it on our Instagram. And hopefully there's a way also we can do gift cards for them. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Can you add that to Amazon wish list? Hopefully you can do gift cards. So people, because people have asked about just cash donations and I feel like... Cash donations are great. Um, But if we can't, then we'll figure out a way to like PayPal and get them the money or something. Um, But yeah. So thank you guys for sharing and writing in. Maybe we should transition to something. Yeah. Listen, we got to put one foot
1: in front of the other here and get through this. And when you put one foot in front of the other, you have
0: got to have something on your feet. (laughs) I mean, that transition was you nailed it. There's nothing better. I'm
1: pointing right now at you guys and tapping you all on the chest. I don't know how many other ways to tell you that you need to go buy Rothy's right now. You guys immediately immediately. Okay, Rothies is a company that is making freaking beautiful shoes for women <laughs> and kids out of, get this, plastic water bottles. But you'd never know it. Mm-hmm. Hey, you'd save never the planet while you're at it. They're saving no, the planet. No, you'd never know it. Because mm-hmm. they're crazy comfortable. And when they get dirty, a little stinky stink, step in something on your walk, throw them in the wash
0: washing machine. machine.
1: You heard me. They are fully machine washable too.
0: They're basically the, the All-in-one pair of shoes that you're looking for. They're the perfect flats for the hustle and bustle of the holiday season. But not only can you wear them to the mall as you're shopping, you can wear them to holiday parties because, yeah, they're that cute. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I actually have been, pregnancy feet, guys, they need a little TLC. I have been Mm -hmm. wearing my Roth. I've worn them four times in the last week. No joke. And they update their style, all the the styles, all the time. So they have really cute stuff. Plus, they're doing good work for the planet. I mean, you just can't beat it. So check out all the amazing styles available right now at Rothies.com. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash sip to get your new favorite flats in time for the holidays. Comfort, style, and sustainability. These are the shoes you've been waiting for. Head to rothys.com slash sip today.
1: Yeah. I love like in the – I've been wearing my Rothy's to uh, drop – been off at daycare in the morning because mm-hmm. i don't want to look totally disheveled Trashed, like yeah. but they make me feel cute like I i've really pulled myself They're together comfort
0: but like put yourself together comfort yeah yeah totally like oh you look great today oh these these old things these old things yeah oh, Well, thank you <laughs> dug them out of my closet <gasps> okay so we okay. got another little treat for you to snack sure on do. Mm-hmm. A snack on labor. this is a Thanksgiving meal.
1: We've got a Thanksgiving <laughs> meal for you mm-hmm. coming out Served of your batch or your belly hot and we're- warm. Yeah,
0: <laughs> we and crying
1: and you crying. Know, and screaming. That's exactly right. We brought to you to you the truth about pregnancy, and now we're bringing to you the truth about labor and delivery. So if you've had a baby, you might get a little laugh out of this, a little head shake. If you are pregnant or know of someone who is, make sure they listen to this episode because we're going to give you everything you need to know. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first?
0: Sure. Well, I didn't like write. I wrote down my what you should take to the hospital stuff, but I was just going to go through kind of in my head what my thoughts were on delivery. So I was pretty lax about it. I just was like, I want to safe baby. Like I just want a healthy baby. I didn't really have a delivery plan. I knew I wanted an epidural. So as soon as I could, as they, you know, allowed me to get one, I got an epidural. I almost felt no contractions because my water break, my water broke before I started contracting but but at one point my epidural fell out and so I did feel some contractions and you know th- those were intense but i'm i'm a fan of drugs so and i have a very low pain tolerance so my experience, I I was just like, whatever needs to happen, you know, I felt like it was a really scary thing. And I was really actually terrified of childbirth because I didn't, that's something you really can't prepare for. You don't know what to expect. And we labored for 24 hours. And then after your water's broken for 24 hours, there's risk of infection. So that is why we ended up having a C-section. I only dilated to a six and I was terrified to have a C-section. And Honestly, the that was the worst experience of my life. My C-section was really traumatic, but I'm doing it again. So we have another scheduled C-section um, February 6th. And and you should
1: probably say why it was tra- – I mean, not to take you back to the trauma, but yeah, I think most people's C-sections were not
0: like yours.
1: I guess people yeah, listening to this Yeah, I just don't want to or-
0: scare people that uh, – like if I tell you what happened to me, I don't want you to be scared. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. But it is not the norm. Like, most people have much easier C sections than I did. And I have also heard that, like, your second one is easier, but I didn't get enough anesthesia. Is that what it's called? I didn't Mm -hmm. get enough. Yeah. So I wasn't fully numb, so I could feel it. And they asked me, like, they do a little sample, like, hey, can you feel this? You should feel pressure, but it shouldn't feel sharp. And I'm like, oh, no, that feels sharp. I can feel that. And they were like, okay. So then they like upped the dosage or whatever of the epidural or whatever it is they do. And and waited a little bit to go and then they just went and i was like oh okay yeah that feels pressure but it's they start really low like your cut is right above like your pubic bone or something it's really low and but then to get the baby they like they go they like go all the way up to your hmm. ribs wow. like right below you know your boobs and shove the baby out and it was excruciating and then my body started going into shock so it started convulsing and shaking on the table and I puked and that's, that's kind of normal. Um, They're ready for you to throw up because they're handling your stomach. Like they do have to take your Mm -hmm. organs out of the way. And so they said, you might throw up. So they're like ready for that. And honestly, that was like a nothing thing. Like, cause I, I was in such shock, my body and I was, I kept apologizing for like shaking and they're like, well, this can just happen. Like it's just a, it's a natural response of your body, but I couldn't hold Revy for a couple hours after, because I was still shaking and just so traumatized and I didn't even care. I was like terrified. So it was a really traumatic, horrible experience. That's not normal. I am fine and healthy. Revy was fine and healthy and safe. That's, you know, really all that matters. Um, And the doctors do everything they can to make sure that you are comfortable and healthy and the baby is comfortable and healthy and safe. You and the baby's safety and health is their number one priority. It was just a fluke that they didn't numb me enough, I think. And that's not normal. But And it was still worth it. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) she came out and... I, and then the, the recovery is really difficult. So I've heard someone told me recently, the dentist's office said her sister-in-law was like, I really want to have a C-section over a vaginal birth. So she scheduled one. Um, I wouldn't recommend if you can avoid it to do it. There are downsides, I'm sure, to having a vaginal birth because there can be tearing and there's other things, but it is a very difficult recovery. However, your body is resilient. And, you know, while you can't really walk very far; they have you get up and walk that same day, just up and down the hospital corridor and you move really slow, but by the end of the week, like I was walking a block outside, you know, and they say the more you get up and move, the better, but it John had to help me do everything like pull my underwear up and put lotion on and just everything and so be prepared to really lean on people around you and get assistance and, you know, getting in and out of bed is hard. Like you really have to rely on your partner to get a C-section. But it was crazy to me how quickly my body like recovered and how even a week and two weeks later, I had so much more mobility. So if you do have a C-section, they will tell you that you should walk and just listen to them. It will not feel comfortable. It will hurt. And, you know, pooping for the first time mm. you'll feel like your insides are gonna fall out <laughs> oh, God. they won't it's okay but you know because you I think when they what is it something makes your stool really hard is it the did you take laxatives pain meds- and like
1: the softeners mm-hmm. yeah because even for yes. a vag
0: but there's something they give you yeah. that makes your stool hard and I don't know what or maybe that's just pregnancy there's something with your pregnancy hormone. I don't know, but yeah. So, you know, the poop will hurt. There'll be lots of things and it's all going to be worth it and you'll be okay. And literally millions upon actually billions of women have done this and you'll be fine. I would just say, don't be so attached to your birth plan that you are heartbroken. If you do have to have a C-section, it doesn't mean anything about your body failing or you as a mother. I also know some people have had a C-section and are very bonded. You are still in charge of your delivery. So you can demand that they put the baby on your chest right away after, which I guess some hospitals or some doctors don't. But you can ask, you can, I mean, you are that baby's mom. So if you want the baby on your chest right away, you can do that, you know, talk to the doctors about it and let them know that's really important to you. But I would just say it's best to be open to whatever, just your goal is to have a healthy baby and however that needs to happen, you know, be okay with that. Call. You had I have a different pain. experience.
1: Did you want to go through your what to pack? Did you bring what to packs or anything? Yeah, but I'll do it at the – Okay. Should we do packing at the end? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So agree with Ash, especially in terms of keeping your labor. Everyone always asks me, what's your birth plan? What's your birth plan? I'm like, I would have never had birth. So my yeah, plan to have a baby. is to do whatever they say because <laughs> they've they had a lot right. of babies. They're the experts. I've never had yeah. one. If you are attached to something like that you want to epidural or you don't want to epidural, um, even that, I would just say go in with an open mind and keep it flexible in the moment because especially if you've never done it, you might not know what you really want until you're in it. Another thing to consider though having a plan for is visitors, Mm -hmm. whether you want people in the room or not and making sure that you communicate that. You can communicate that to the nurses, and they will help you execute on your plan. Certainly, like if you have a spouse or someone else in the room with you, they can help you with that as well. I said I did not want visitors in the room, and then that actually changed for me. I did. My labor was so long. I did get an epidural. It took a long time for Ben to get here, and I was just kind of like totally down for company and keeping myself occupied. Yeah. And that was actually really nice to have people – Come hang out for a little bit with us. So, so that I did not expect for that to change for me, and it did. So, there's an example. My water broke as well, but I did not know that it broke. So, I thought I might share. So, I was 40 weeks and two days and I thought I was just peeing my pants. No, when you're that pregnant and (laughs) there's a lot of stuff coming out of you, even Mm -hmm. if it's like, it's not like, mine wasn't like the movies where it all hit the ground. Yeah, It was just like, I'd go to the bathroom and be like, oh, there's, I'm just peeing or this is like discharge or whatever. Duh, you'll be in denial. If your water breaks, you've got to get to the hospital because I waited too long.
0: Oh, you did?
1: Yeah. So my water broke in the middle of the night and I didn't get to the hospital. Why until, did you, like? why did you wait too long? Because then they, they put me on Pitocin because they said after 12 hours, higher risk for infection. Oh. So then they put me on Pitocin, which wasn't super fun. Pitocin is something that speeds up labor and my contractions were very irregular and they went to really intense every minute and a half, and then I got the epidural, which was for me amazing. Mm-hmm. But um, so I just want to say that your water breaking—if you think you're peeing your pants and you're super pregnant—go to the doctor. <laughs> That is – and there are – if your water hasn't broken, you're just having contractions, they do say your OBGYN will tell you like how – I can't remember the exact like how far apart they should be. But just ask that question, how far apart should my contractions be before I go
0: in? There's apps that you can use to track that. She just told me today um, because I was having some cramping and she said like if it's more than five times in an hour or something like that. Okay. That that's a reason to go to the hospital. Yeah. I but every like doctor a- might be different. So you should, you know, ask. But
1: yeah. That's yeah. what
0: she told me today.
1: A couple just things prior to going into labor and delivery that helped me continuing to stay active. Mm. I didn't realize with a vaginal birth, it's like an intense workout. For me, if I were to have baby number two, I would not feel nervous about a vaginal delivery, especially with an epidural. It sounds really weird to say that I kind of enjoyed it. It felt like a really good workout. But Mm -hmm. I do think staying active was key to it feeling that way. So really keeping cardio as – you're not supposed to do super intense cardio. I mean actually it's like you're supposed to do whatever you were doing before – I actually kept up on the cardio. I was walking several miles up until 40 weeks, doing squats. I was doing a lot of like lower body core work. I was going to cycling classes, like keeping my legs strong and my endurance strong, I think Mm -hmm. really helped make the pushing process better. The other thing I thought was really good was I had my house cleaned right before the due date and that was so nice to come home to a super clean house because you do Mm – I did get postpartum anxiety and some baby blue stuff and we can talk about that and the truth about postpartum. I think I've talked about this on here but not having to worry about cleaning was really nice and I've also heard of people – appointing someone like when I go to the hospital, can you go help me by getting my house like clean and prepped yeah. for me? That's also, I think, a good strategy. Okay. Should we go into what to bring? Yeah. Okay. I have a couple other things, I guess. Oh, I'll talk a little bit more about labor and then we'll get to what to pack. Just two more things. If you're planning on getting an epidural, ask for it. I thought that someone would just give it to me the soonest possible opportunity, but it uh, turns out you can just ask for it. I the only thing I wish was that I would have gotten it sooner. I labored for a long time, and especially on Pitocin, things got pretty intense. And if I were to do this again, I would ask for it earlier. You can't eat when you're on an epidural. And so I don't think I really processed that or knew that. And so I would have eaten more, especially with how long my labor was. I'll talk a little bit more about post labor after, but. I, I did tear a little bit. I had minimal tearing with the vaginal birth. You cannot, especially with the epidural, you cannot feel that happening. So don't worry about it. Everything heals just fine. So don't worry about it. And mm-hmm. I did have to get a couple stitches and I didn't even feel it. And everything's fine now. So if you have any kind of fear about that or worry about that, they know what they're doing. Everything down there will be fine and heal fine.
0: So, and you might poop when you're pushing, I've heard, but like they have seen everything, Mm -hmm. all the doc, they do not care about how much hair you have down there, how much hair you have on your legs. If you poop, if you puke, like they don't care. They really only care about you and the baby. So, um, you don't have to be embarrassed about anything. Cause I've heard some people like, no one told me I would poop on the table. Like not everyone poops, but a lot of people do. And, uh just the way it goes. And they don't give a shit. Nope. And, you know, literally, they don't. Literally. And you might not even know what's happened
1: because they're so used to just wiping and moving on. Cleaning
0: it up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Don't even worry about it. Just
0: let it all yeah. fly. Wasn't? Didn't you tell a story about like you farted or oh, something? Yeah,
1: yeah. I didn't know because my whole body, like my half of my body, was numb. Just relax. And they were trying to like turn me over. I think because my I my labor was really long. <laughs> I was on the epidural, and they went to turn me over, and I farted like really loud,
0: <laughs> just like in the <laughs> room. And there were like
1: two nurses in there and my doctor. And then like they tried. It happened like three times. It's like. <laughs> And I just, I was so mortified and I think they were trying not to laugh, but I started laughing and Chris started laughing and I was like, guys, I'm so sorry. Like I can't control it. And then it like kept happening and then the nurses laughed. (laughs) So you just have to let go of your pride. Check your ego at Mm -hmm. the door because Mm -hmm. all bets are off in that room.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: another reason yep. to be thoughtful about, like, I knew when things got intense, I just wanted it to be Chris and I because I just knew that I just wanted to be really comfortable to go through whatever I was going to go through, yeah. even if that's just
0: farting in front of my doctors. Like, mm-hmm. you know,
1: so anyway.
0: Yeah. Okay. So now we do what to bring? Yeah. So I don't fully remember like what I used. I do feel like the hospital really provides a lot for you, but there were a couple things. So cozy jammies. So they'll give you like a hospital gown, but you can one like Etsy makes cute hospital gowns. So you can opt to wear your own if you want or just wear theirs. But then post delivery, cozy button up pajamas. So I got a dress. Um, this next time I'm like a nightgown kind of thing. I just got on Amazon, so soft. This next time I might do like a pants and top set or something. And I might bring two because I I with a C section you generally are there a little bit longer because of recovery. So I think we were in the hospital for three days. So I would have probably liked to have an extra set. So just in case, two two sets of jammies, nursing bras or tank, well, just one, but nursing bra or tank top because, you know, you'll be dealing with your boobs a lot. And then they gave me these thick socks with grips on them. Did you Mm -hmm. get that? I did. Yeah. So you could bring your own socks or slippers, but I just kind of liked the ones that they gave me. So I just would wear those. And then for your take home, so you want like a take home outfit, whatever, loose and comfortable. Like I've seen some moms leave the hospital in jeans and I don't know why or how, but leggings Mm -hmm. and like just a loose top is great. I would say whatever toiletries you want. so they'll provide you with like toothpaste and stuff, but you know if you want your own, bring your own toothbrush, toothpaste, shampoo. They will provide you with that stuff, but if you want that kind of comfort, just pack a toiletry bag. And I would and- because
1: that first shower is so good after everything. That first shower is like getting clean. I you didn't have a good mm-hmm. shower experience. Oh well, no, no because you have Never like mind. a you
0: know f- well. Just like a four inch incision with a huge oh, yeah. bandage over it and no stuff. No big so. deal.
1: No yeah. big deal. Okay. Well, anyway. Yeah. Definitely but bring your toiletries. So to I shaver. was just like
0: nervous, yeah. okay. you know, like, yeah. how is water going to feel going over it or washing my hair or whatever. But, but yes, your own toiletries and just whatever. Pillows. That was probably on your list, but like your own pillows from home. I think pillows for me and for p- pillows for your husband. Yes. Just whatever you can do to make sleeping more comfortable, especially for them. Like, we're in a nice bed that moves and is electric and all these things, and they just get, like, this cot thing. I don't know. It's It's not comfy. And then if you are going to take pictures in the hospital... We didn't really, and I didn't care about looking good, but if you're interested, you know, having a little bit of makeup or maybe a nicer top or something, like one nice set of clothes, and then for baby, something for baby to obviously go home and or take pictures in. But the hospital provides... Towels, all your medication, pads, and underwear. You do not need to pack underwear. I think right. I did pack underwear. You don't. They, I did too. Pa- they will give you your it. mesh panties. Yeah, you don't need that. Ice packs. They also provide you a breast pump that you can use while you're in the hospital, blankets, like all that kind of stuff. So you don't have to pack any of those things. And then chapstick and also mm. a long iPhone charger cord. Cause yeah, I was on my smart. phone a lot. Cause you're just kind of laying in bed. So pack a large uh, cord for that. And then for dad, cozy clothes, a cute outfit for pictures, his toiletry kit, and then blankets or mm-hmm. uh, pillows. I think they provide him with blankets too, but just for his own pillows and snacks. Yeah. So they have food at the hospital, but I did not like any of the hospital food. So having snacks and then John would go out and get us food. Yeah. But I think snacks, like whatever, you know, is going to sound good. They, hospitals don't allow you to bring alcohol in. So. Ours did. You know, we, yeah. they did. Yeah. Did you, could, you didn't have to tell them? No. I, they. Oh yeah. yeah. John brought in a beer, but they were, I was like, I asked them about it and they said, oh no, he can't bring champagne in, but he snuck a beer. In.
1: Ours I mean. might've been a turn a blind eye situation, but they fully knew. And I think when we did the hospital oh. tour, somebody asked and they're like, yeah, you know, just bring it like you can do that fine under wraps yeah
0: okay so yeah so if you guys want bring a little champagne or beer or whatever baby doesn't need like anything baby needs a going home outfit a car seat we did bring our noise machine to the hospital and had that the whole time and then like a blanket to snuggle them up in home but they'll provide them with swaddles, diapers, formula, wipes, basically everything for the baby while you're there. So you don't need to pack a lot of stuff for babe, right? Well, I put,
1: are you done with your list? Yeah. Okay. I put for baby, they agree. They gave us all the diapers, the wipes, all those things. The one thing I would bring next time, and maybe it's just different hospitals, but They gave us a swaddle that was like the kind where you they tried to teach us how to do it. It was basically like a receiving blanket. Mm -hmm. And we could never figure that freaking thing out. And Ben Mm -hmm. from day night one was breaking out of that. Like it was just so we kept hitting the bell, like, can you show us how to do this again? Or like, can you just re-swaddle him super tight? And it just never really worked. And so I would bring If I were to do it again today, I would pack a swaddle. That's the easy one, like the zip up or a Velcro. The Wombie is a great one that we used when he was new, new W-O-O-M-B-I-E. That's like a really tight and it's just a zippy. You can buy them on Amazon. Nested Bean was one we used a lot when he was tiny, but I think that that would have been helpful for us just with – because he wasn't really – every time he busted out of the swaddle, he was crying, and yeah. we could never figure out how to wrap them tight. We still can't. We just use the – well, we don't use them anymore, but when he was little, we used the the cheat ones. Carsey, if you want a recommendation, I don't know what one you used for Rev, Ash, but we used the Chico Key fit and
0: it was great. We had an even flow one. It was fine. I yeah. mean, I'm not – attached to it.
1: I'm not going to go through because a lot of the stuff that was on your list was on mine. So I'm just going to add the things that I have. Yeah, that because you're on more yours. recent.
0: Yeah. I don't remember a lot. I
1: packed a back roller and that was really nice when I was having intense contractions. I had Chris use it on my back oh. and that was nice to have. I also packed my own bathrobe and mm. I enjoyed having that. I did the nursing tank top with pants, like cozy pajama pants. And that was nice to have. One thing I didn't pack that I would for sure pack is things for your boobs. I did not know what was going to be needed for my boobs at the hospital, and the hospital did not give these things to me. The first latch experience, by the way, so you have your baby, and at some point they'll like show you what to do with breastfeeding. And I thought it was going to be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have this sweet baby like connection experience. No, it was like a – it's a clamp. It's like a chomp on your oh, boob. Oh, it's a
0: suction. Like you put yeah. a vacuum hose, a strong suction to your boob nipple, Yeah. It's right? Like, yes. It's like yeah. – ah! and, it, and it's <laughs>
1: – oh, yeah. you're like, whoa. And I remember my first thought being like, oh, my God, oh, my God, I'm breastfeeding. And then I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, I don't know if I can do this. Like yeah. it was pretty intense. And I will say if it's, if it's a positive – not everyone can breastfeed. And it is like it just doesn't work out for some situations. And that is OK. Fed is best. Fed is best. But if it's a positive experience and you want to continue going on, just know that that first latch experience is not indicative of how it it gets easier if you're able and want to do it.
0: And we're not interested if you are a breast is best. We're not interested. Like, no. don't message us. No. I don't care. Fed Fine. is you best. You raise period. your baby how you want. We yes. are fed as best. Team fed is best.
1: Yes. So Chris went home because at the hospital, they just gave, like, we were trying to breastfeed using the hospital pillows, which were really difficult for me to use because I couldn't quite configure, like, holding Ben and using their pillows and figuring all that out. And so Chris went home and got one of my breastfeeding pillows and brought it to the hospital, and that made a world of difference. Mm. So, I would highly recommend if you buy a boppy or my breast friend, those are, I have both, I use both, and I That was a game changer for me at the hospital. Nipple cream. I keep buying Lazino, L-A-S-I-N-O-H. I I think I recommended a different one several pods ago, but that's just one I use all the time now. That's on Amazon. And then also bring nipple pads. So in the hospital, your boobs will produce what's called colostrum, which is like the the only thing really like that your baby, it's like, it looks like yellow and it comes out kind of slow and it, your baby's tummy is like the size of a marble and so they don't need very much but my boobs were leaking colostrum and it was like staining my tops and I didn't even know what nipple pads were so they're like like milk shield like little pads that you just put into your nursing bra and it keeps it from like they have ones called like
0: bamboobies, I think
1: Yeah, bamboobies Bamboobies are washable ones. Lazano also makes them that are like one-time use throwaway. In the beginning, I liked the heavy-duty Lazano, and I'm now on the bamboobies because that also gets better over time. For a vaginal birth, if you have one of those, they will provide you with everything you need at the hospital. So I packed like there's this thing called Dermablaster or something that kind of like mm-hmm. numbs things and like is kind of cooling. I like bought all that and you don't need to. You don't need to go buy the witch mm-hmm. hazel stuff. They will have all that for you and strategy you, and can, you can ask take it. for them to give you extra to take home. So just know that you're covered there. If you want an upgrade option, Frida Baby makes a peri washer that is kind of nice because it has like a different nozzle. Someone got that for me at my baby shower and I was happy to have it when I got home. I wish I would have taken it to the hospital. It was kind of nice to have that. For sleep, you can keep – like if you don't want to cart everything up into the hospital room, extra blankets, pillows. Chris brought an air mattress. I was trying to sleep through like a lot of beeping machines and stuff. So earplugs and a, my sleep mask and a sound machine were helpful. But you can always pack more than you need and keep it in your car. And then bring stuff mm-hmm. up as you need it. You don't have to bring it up all at once. Ask visitors to help you bring things up. Some entertainment. We brought cards and an iPad. We were like watching HBO shows, which was nice. I made a music playlist. We brought a little Bluetooth speaker. That was nice to have. Thank you. These
0: are some good ideas because I forgot about the entertainment thing. There was like... You get kind of bored. There wasn't really options on TV. Yeah. It was like basic cable or something. Yeah, we
1: watched like Chernobyl. I remember we were watching Chernobyl on the iPad. (laughs) Anyway, someone recommended this to me and I was glad I had it the nurse team, the labor and delir- labor and delivery nurses are actual angels and I was happy that I packed a thank you card for the all the nurses that helped us. So that was nice to have for them. The hospitals, we were like making several trips to the car. Like I was staying back with Ben, Chris was like trying to bring the car around because we had like a lot of stuff to bring home. And we saw this guy, he had a wheelie cart and he had loaded everything up on a cart and said, Oh yeah, this is my third one. We know what to do now. And apparently you can ask the hospital for one of these carts
0: for a bell. Yeah. So
1: ask for that. And then this is just another little strategy thing. It's not really under what to pack, but there's a nurse bell and the nurses will show you so many things about caring for your newborn swaddling, diaper changing, burping, hit that goddamn bell as many times as you need to. Never feel bad about hitting that bell and having them help you. You are paying good money to have a baby and have that experience. And these labor and delivery nurses are awesome. And you can learn a lot from them. We were hitting that bell all the time. I missed the hospital. We came home and I like wanted to go back.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. They take good care of you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything else on your list? Wow, that was very all-encompassing. No, I mean it was two years ago for me, yeah. so it's hard to remember like what we really needed. I just kind of had the essentials and mm-hmm. then I didn't I, – yeah, I didn't remember a lot. And the swaddle thing would have been helpful because it was just the, the baby blanket and the nurses were way better at swaddling than we were. Yeah. And every but, baby's
1: different, you know, but just in case because be- like – Sleep as much as you can. They say like, you've done the hard part. Like I remember them saying, Ben's going to sleep a lot now. This is nature's gift to you. Sleep you know, while you can. I didn't. I ordered French toast. Our hospital food was good. I kept ordering food. I loved having visitors. And then we were up all day because he was born at six in the morning and then he was up all night. And so we didn't sleep at the hospital. Mm-hmm. And it is really important to rest. Visitors, you know, if you really want visitors, we really loved having our close family there. But otherwise, if I were to do it again, I would say have your close family come. But outside of that, people can come see you like at home. We should do a whole postpartum thing on visitors and all that as well. But Mm-hmm. Definitely in the hospital, get your sleep while you can. Your body's just been through a lot, whether you've had a vaginal birth or a C-section, you're you're doing something really incredible and it's a lot and you need to rest. Even if you're on adrenaline and don't think you do, trust us, you do. Yeah, and then when you go home, just, I mean, well, again, we should do a postpartum thing, but I would highly recommend, Chris and I thought we could do it on our own and we kind of drowned it for a while. And if you can have a doula or if you have support or someone who can stay with you at your house I think that would have made a world of difference for our experience but in terms of just planning having you do need support you
0: can't do it on your own even just to make sure you guys are fed Mm -hmm. or like here watch this baby for four hours while we sleep you know Yep. Like, cause you're up all night and then, yeah, I mean, that's one thing about, we had family travel to us cause we didn't really have family in town, whereas your family's in town. So they could all leave and go to their houses, but everyone stayed at our house mm-hmm. because they were flying from out of town. And I never thought about that, but then we had someone there with us all the time for the first couple weeks. Mm-hmm. So. All right, you guys, that's the skinny on and also um everybody's baby sleeps a lot in the hospital so everyone thinks that like their baby is perfect and then when you get home and your baby doesn't sleep as much and it's like crying and that's just Mm -hmm. normal it doesn't mean anything it's just the baby is getting used to the outside world and everything's okay like the baby might have a meltdown here and there that you don't want are we done with this segment no no keep going oh No, I mean, because I was just going to move into... Oh, good. Yeah. No,
1: do it. That's great. I was like, no, keep going. Yeah. No.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like the baby might have a meltdown or two and those aren't welcome, but we've got a meltdown you are going to want. Oh, yeah. Because when you've got zits on your face, there's nothing you want to melt down more than Mm. those bad babies. Burn them to the ground. Enter Meltdown by Bloom. You feel a little creeper coming on mm. under the surface. Like mm. even before it pops, dabble a little of this on there. Dowsing. Go to bed. Or even before makeup, like you can really do it any time. It dries clear. And wham, bam, zits gone, ma'am. Yeah, meltdown you know? is a powerful blend. <laughs> gone. It's
1: gone, man. Powerful blend of natural ingredients. It takes down pimples overnight without. It does not contain harsh chemicals. None. Read those. No None. benzoyl peroxide
0: or salicylic. oil peroxide, salicylic acid, sulfates, mm-hmm. or parabens. It's, it's pregnancy pregnancy safe. Pregnancy safe which hello vegan, cruelty-free. It doesn't cause your skin to peel, dry, flake, or scar. Um, and I, in fact, it even fades your scarring. Yeah. And that's kind of rad because I do have another zit cream that I was using. And while it would kill the zit, then I would have a flaky patch after mm. for, you know, a few. And it was like, no, thank you. No, thank you. I don't want to melt down a zit to just erupt a dry spat- patch. No, You don't get any of that here. No. And if there's any reason that you don't like it, it's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee. So you can try it risk-free. That That's means right. you'll love Meltdown or money back.
1: Right now, you guys, you guys, our listeners, will get 25% off and free shipping when you go to bloom.com slash sip. That's bloom.com slash sip for 25% off Meltdown spot treatment by Bloom. If you don't love it, return it for a full refund No questions asked. B-L-U-M-E dot com slash sip. All right. Okay. Time for hot topics. Hot topics.
0: I have seven. Wow. This is going to be a long episode. Okay. Yeah.
1: We'll get through. We'll burn through these a little bit quickly. Okay. Uh, I felt like
0: way more happened last week than this week. What has happened? What's going on? The Grammy nominations are out. Did you see? (gasps) Yes. Okay. Well, I just mostly just saw a couple people were snubbed in Taylor's nominations. Some people think Taylor was snubbed mm-hmm. for Album of the Year. But I saw the Jonas Brothers got nominated for something. I saw Michelle Obama's audiobook got Ooh, nominated I for red something, like whatever that category is, red work of the year or something like that. Mm. What in your opinion are the big the big winners of
1: nomination-wise. Snubs
0: or winners, yeah. Uh, I mean,
1: I think Taylor, did she get snubbed on Lover? I don't know. I think Lover was an excellent album. I think what makes it feel like a snub is seeing who did get nominated. There are some questionable Mm. things on there. I mean, when you look at a body of work by an artist who's a brilliant songwriter, the production of it, the commercial success of it, it's hard to it's it's hard to leave it off of any list, really. Yeah.
0: And I didn't fact check this, but I saw that it was the top selling album of the year. Oh, I'm sure it was. That and
1: that's and feels to not right. be nominated
0: for album of the year. Yeah.
1: She got Song so. of the Year for Lover, but mm-hmm. and that's great. Here are the big winners though of nominations. Billie Eilish, mm-hmm. who we talked about early this year. And Lizzo, who we also talked – this is the year of Lizzo, we called it. Lil Nas X was also a big nominee. Oh, wow. Billy Ray got a nod for that Old Country uh, old country Road, right, is the name of the song? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Album of the Year nominations, Bon Iver. I feel like any album he makes is – or they make, whatever, is nominated. Lana Del Rey, Billie Eilish. Her, H-E-R. Ariana Grande for Thank You Next. That was a great album. Lil Nas X, Lizzo, and Vampire Weekend, which I didn't even know Vampire Weekend was still making music. Their album, Father of the Bride, was nominated. I listened to it tonight making dinner. I thought it was fine. I'll give it another listen. But those are your album, those are the and then record of the year is pretty much like the same artists, just songs off of those albums with Khalid making an appearance for the song Talk, Post Malone for the song Sunflower. For Song of the Year, in addition to all those folks and songs from their albums, Lady Gaga, Always Remember Us This Way. That was a huge, huge hit this year. Tanya Tucker, Bring My... But Shallow got
0: left off. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: True. Tanya Tucker. Yeah. Bring My Flowers Now. What the hell? Have you
0: heard of her? Yeah, like when I was in middle school, she was making music. She's on the song. She's like making a major comeback then, because this is like 25 years (laughs) later.
1: This is crazy. Song of the Year, Bring My Flowers Now. (laughs) Wow. Louis Capaldi, Someone You Loved. Weird, my desk is rumbling. I wonder if we're having an earthquake. It might be the... Anyway, no, it's it's fine now. That was a quick little rumble, though. All of a sudden, the desk started shaking. Could you imagine wow. if the big one came wow. right as we were podcasting? Oh, my God, yeah. This would be like quite a last episode, be my legacy, yeah. you know? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I feel like I'm really rooting for Lizzo. I got to say, you know, yep. Billie Eilish is mm-hmm. like the youngest person to get this many nominations ever. But the Grammys will be fun to watch regardless. I don't know if Taylor's going to go or not. I don't what? Know. We'll really? See. I don't know. Like, These aren't if, big enough nominations for her? Well, Reputation didn't really get any Grammy nominations. She didn't go. She is more in the public eye now. Song of the Year is a big nomination. I feel like if her team knows she's going to win or has a good chance of winning, she'll go. But otherwise, I mean, maybe she'll go and perform, Lover. It's hard to say. Oh. It was nominated for Best Pop Vocal Album. But I feel like yeah, Ariana's is going to win that because Thank You Next is also nominated and that's nominated for the big one. So I feel like it's kind mm-hmm. of you can, you know, assume alluding
0: to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, when are the Grammys? Do you know <sighs> next year?
1: February, January? January. Okay, When are the Grammys 2020? Hold on. January 26th. Okay. The 62nd annual Grammys. So we'll obviously be watching those. Grammys and Oscars are like my Super Bowl. Well, and then also the Super Bowl is my Super Bowl. Also right. really enjoy those right. as well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Did you see the news about Chick-fil-A? We've talked about Chick-fil-A before.
0: And No. So what's going on with Chick-fil-A? Chick-fil-A
1: has stopped contributing to organizations that were anti-LGBTQ. Quite, I saw this in the news, and then quite a few Sip Squad folks sent this our way because we had mm. ranted about Chick Fil A and it. yes. This. I stopped going to Chick Fil A because of it, and mm-hmm. and now I don't. I don't know where I fall after this news. Like, I think that's great. Obviously, I want them to not be contributing to anything anti-LGBTQ. Right. But I also, like, I still have questions. Like, who's running the ship? Do they really believe in this? Or is this just a company line thing that they're doing? I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I just, I don't want to be a skeptic. I know this is a, a step in the in a good direction. But I still, I don't know. I'm holding a grudge, maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah. That's good. But another part of I mean, me wants you to go should. get their chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. It's really difficult because it is so good.
1: It is so good. But Okay.
0: Yeah. Do you
1: remember the guy that we talked about who was from Portland who made that trip across
0: Antarctica solo? Uh-huh. Well, I forgot he was from Portland, but I remember that guy.
1: Yeah. Colin
0: O'Brady is at it again. He is going. Is he doing what we dared him to? What did we say, China or something? Like you need to, yeah. Okay, what's he doing? He
1: is going to a waterway, which is the one of the world's most dangerous waterways. It's between the southern tip of South America and Antarctica, one of the most dangerous crossings in the world. He was on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. And he is going talking about this, and he is going to attempt to row across it, despite the fact you know that he's what? canoe never rowed a boat anywhere in his life. What? It, what the hell? Okay, yeah. So he's calling it the impossible. I hope he dies. Row. This is stupid. He he's clearly chasing. Row something oh fame oh brady and a team of five others will depart for the adventure in two weeks. i don't
0: hope he dies you guys i take that back i don't actually <laughs> hope he dies i'm
1: it's reading this It's excessive week. yeah well he keeps like asking for it it seems like
0: like he's like like trying- if you've never rowed a boat why are you rowing across the most deadly channel on the planet he what will is stream that about the passage
1: on his social media accounts for viral holiday entertainment the trek will also be documented on the Discovery Channel. When you're at home with your families over hmm. the holidays, O'Brady told Fallon, you can tune in and see me in a little mm-hmm. rowboat bouncing around 30 to 40 foot swells. This just... Did you ever watch what? the people who would... I don't um, understand this. Did you watch the thing where they're doing... They, they, like, did it live. They were doing a live stream of people walking across the... Uh,
0: the Niagara Falls. It was
1: like the Grand Canyon on the wire. Uh, on What are they called? The.
0: It was people, like multiple. I remember some dude, some, some magician was like supposed to be walking across Niagara Falls. The, he had like this long bar. Some magician or some, I don't know. I just feel like all of those things are stupid. I don't understand why people do that.
1: I feel like there's got to be I something. I don't get
0: it. There's other ways to get your rocks off guys. Yeah. There's just got to be people you know? who are just wired for that kind of Well, like for example, this did you did you ever watch the documentary
1: Free Solo? No, but I wanted to and I heard it was really good. Intense. I heard It's it was really crazy good to watch.
0: and that guy I appreciate because he's not doing it for the fanfare and the show. Like in fact, he went out and did the climb Without telling his camera crew or whatever Mm -hmm. because he didn't want the pressure of the filmers or whatever. And he was doing it just because he liked the adrenaline because he liked climbing solo, like free without any stuff. Whereas these people that are going and like doing things, like why are you rowing across the deadliest channel of water if you've never rowed a boat and then live streaming it on Facebook? I mean, it just... That just is stupid mm-hmm. to me. And I will not be tuning in. I don't want him to die, but I will not be tuning in. I
1: feel in. like I'll tune in because I I need to know
0: You're investing. I don't
1: know. So what I was trying to think of was this other person, Nick Waladena. He completed a tightrope walk that took him a quarter mile over the little Colorado River Gorge and it was streamed live. And I was thinking oh my God, if he falls, he's going to die. It's like a tightrope walk across a canyon. (laughs) Why are they streaming this live? Are we barbaric? Like, and maybe we are. Mm -hmm. I think we are. I think there's part of us that's like back in the old days, we came from, I don't know, like where there was fight till the death or like these crazy things. And it, why? Mm -hmm. God, it makes me sick to my stomach just thinking about it all. It's terrifying. Maybe
0: it's like, you know how Erica says, you know, spirits come back. So maybe that guy was like a gladiator in a past life. Like forever ago, you know. Could you
1: imagine being these people's mothers? Like, what are you doing? No. Like. Or married to them. Oh, I would be pissed.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. I'd be pissed. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not down with that.
1: Like. Anyone who goes and puts their life in danger for the sake of that kind of stuff, I'm just super not down with.
0: Like, even when I watch UFC, I'm like, I don't, I really hope Revy never gets into UFC fighting. Yeah. And I could never be married to someone who's a UFC fighter. Adrenaline addict. Like, you just see them getting beaten up and then beating people up and, like, just brain, it just seems like that's brain damage in the making. Oh, absolutely. Just scary. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. What
1: else? You want to know what else is hectic <laughs> this time of year? Being sober. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> From back to back holiday parties, just one after the next, you know, boom, family boom, boom. functions. My calendar is just bursting at the seams. But do you want to know what helps me survive the oh, madness?
0: Popular. Very popular. I'm just, uh, delicious. What? Wine.
1: <laughs> wine. Wine. Yeah. Yeah. And thanks to my first leaf subscription, I can keep up with the holiday spirit at every occasion. I'm never running oh, must out be nice of to be you it is it is and let, let me tell you how nice it is to be me, okay. I went on to first uh-huh. leaf and I took a little we love our little quizzy quizzes. It was a simple to be quiz. fair
0: I was able to participate in the very first time we got this That's true. Uh, I took the quiz as well. I did get a wine and then it was snatched out from under me once i got pregnant oh. but i also agree it was it was a great experience continue
1: i mean they ask you little questions and then they tailor wines for you on your Hand-picked. preferences these wines are going to be shipped to your door a custom little six pack okay you get to the hardest part, the best part, you just got to drink them all. How amazing is that? <laughs> you got to drink all the wine during all your family functions. I'll take these places and I'll say, What do you think of the wine? You know, because I want to know what mm-hmm. my friends drink right. too. Taste then, right. Mm-hmm. I go back, give my feedback. My wines will be refined, refined wine for your future boxes. It's really quite amazing uh, to have wine just sent to your door and to participate in this. It's really fun. It's like wine tasting at home. Except you get to keep them coming. Okay. Right. Bring us
0: home. Ash. Bottomless. Tis the season to drink and be merry. I'll join you next year. Celebrate the holidays with an introductory First Leaf subscription that includes six bottles of wine. Mm-hmm. And shipping is free. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash sip. And that's six bottles of wine plus free shipping at try firstleaf.com slash sip.
1: You won't regret that wow. one.
0: All right. No, you won't. Time to rant. All right. Hi, rant. going <laughs> to hot do topic. rant. Hi, rant. <laughs> uh, rant and rave. Okay. I'll go ahead and rant. Okay, rant. So I walk into a bathroom. I mean, this is, I know, here we are, back on the bathroom I love bullshit. it. I
1: love a good bathroom rant.
0: I, well, I'm at a hotel the other day, a hotel lobby. I had a meeting. I have to pee. I go into the bathroom. It is the smallest stall you've ever seen, except for I've seen lots of these where you basically, like, the door opens into the toilet. Like, yep. you have a, maybe a centimeter between the door and the toilet. So then you've got to, like, shimmy around the Sideways side of the toilet. All, uh-huh. Like, yeah. And you're, you basically, there's, it's very difficult because then the toilet paper is right there. Yeah. So then you kind of, you're touch like, your legs generally have to touch the toilet. Because oh. um, you're, like, trying to shimmy around. So then you get in there and you shut the door. And you're, and you're just like in this tiny little stall, and I was—it was like a nice hotel, yeah. and I thought, and there was lots of room in front of the stalls, and I thought, couldn't you have made these a foot longer yeah. just to give us some breathing room? Use your so bra- then, brains, people. When you, you know, build use your brains. So hard. then you uh, then you go pee and you flush the toilet, and and then I feel like I have to. I'm waiting. Uh, I'm waiting, so I flush the toilet and I just stand as close to the door as I can because you know that shit's spraying up into the air. And I don't want to flush the toilet and then be like hovering over the toilet to like make room for the door. So then I'm waiting by the door for the toilet to stop flushing. Then I can go sandwich myself between the toilet and the wall and the toilet paper holder, Mm -hmm. open the door, and then I can exit. And I just think this is traumatizing and un. Acceptable.
1: It is. I was uh, also in small bathrooms this week. I was traveling for work and Mm -hmm. I had to bring a suitcase and I opened the door. To go to the bathroom, and I had to put my suitcase in front of me like a little parade where the suitcase goes, in mm-hmm. a single file through the thing, <laughs> and then I, I go at a diagonal to get the suitcase in. I switch it around. I diagonal myself in. Mm-hmm. Then I have to mm-hmm. then move the suitcase just to shut the door, then move the suitcase. Right. I mean, you're just doing this whole song and dance. It's a jigsaw a puzzle. A 10-point turn you know, yeah. it's
0: just uh-huh. stupid. It's absolutely insanity. And then I went to reach and for the toilet okay. paper,
1: which was super thin toilet paper, number one, that oh. I kept tearing. So I was doing one little oh. square at a time. Uh-huh. And then the other thing I hate is when they've got the double roll in the double thing and some, when it rolls out, then you got to get the roll on the part that's blocked. You
0: push the, uh-huh. So mm-hmm. then you got
1: to get your hands under there and yeah. you know, I used to not know that that's yeah. how you did it. So I'd always just reach my hand inside and
0: try and, <laughs> and grab, like, scrape my all the arm. The- <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, yeah, that's a logical conclusion you came to. You know, that is one thing. And then the, you know, those, it's usually at like parks, like public parks or ballparks sometimes have, it's like a a flat metal, like rod, but it's flat. It's not a round rod. And then they put the toilet paper around it. So the toilet paper Mm -hmm. doesn't spin Mm -hmm. and you have to unwrap the toilet paper. Like you have to put your hand around and around instead of letting the toilet paper roll. Uh It's like, that's a whole nother song and dance as well. That's also a ten point turn just to get, yep. um, and then you're like, you know what? Okay, three squares is going to have to do because I cannot be bothered yeah. to be doing that. And then, God forbid, you have to poop in there, and oh my then you, I mean, you are stuck with a roll that doesn't unroll, and just nightmare, nightmare. You know, what's, you
1: know what's terrible is when you go to a place and there's a line, right? And you're just yeah. and you're just waiting. There's not very many stalls, but there's a line, right? And you just oh, yeah. see someone whose feet have been in there for a long time. Oh, God. And then that's mm-hmm. the one that
0: opens. That's the one. And I always try to go a little bit, walk slowly into it. And then I do hold your breath. I try to hold my breath as long as possible. Yeah. Even if they haven't been in there for a long time, because sometimes I've walked into stalls and I'm like, whoa, homegirl, shower, clean that situation up. Mm -hmm. So then I've just learned if I'm going right after someone, whether they've been in there for a long time or not, especially if it's like a coworker or somebody like, you know, I don't want to know that my coworker's vag smells like fish. No. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. so. Ooh, it's like I just hold my breath and just Are you ever able to pray. hold it I don't for the know. entire time? Never once. So then the I problem is, is that. then
1: you take a big gasp. I can't either. And then it's like, you might as well have not held your breath just because now you've just breathed in the whole room. Like deeply. The
0: deepest, it is part of you. Deepest fumes. Yeah, no, it's not. A, it's a, I've ingested it at a cellular level yes. at that point. Yeah. You are that person's badge. I you won hair, vagina.
1: You didn't yeah. want to smell it, but you stuck your head <laughs>
0: in it up inside of of it <laughs> yeah. you know oh, but that's then, a good
1: point flip the script you know if i'm the one that has to go number two especially if i'm like in an anonymous oh. place it's mm-hmm. like you can wait forever for me because I'm not going to rush because of you. <laughs> I my little I am feet I'm going to do what I need I am
0: not to leaving do. here. You better get used to looking at my feet, you know. That are defensive. <laughs> like, right. What am right. I supposed to do, you know? Right. Yeah. Do you ever do like at work? Well, you don't work in a I corporate office, in office, but yeah. Um, when I used to work at Nike, if I had to poop during the day, I, you know, you do the whole, like I'm blowing my nose, pretending I'm blowing yeah. my nose. So that's why I'm getting the toilet paper all the time. Cause, yeah. cause you can tell when someone's pooping, cause they're getting lots yeah. of toilet paper, you know? Yeah. So, but I would like be blowing my nose and then I would like uh, flip up and down the tampon box, so it was like, Oh, she's also on her period, so that's why she's getting all this toilet paper. You know, it's like, it's, it's, Hey guys, I'm not pooping in here, I've just got a runny nose and a bloody badge, so just calm down. But don't worry, you know? it's not poop, <laughs> don't, don't worry, don't... it's not poop, <laughs> it's
1: a murder scene, yeah. but it is not
0: <laughs> <poop>. <laughs> but it's not poop, it's not poop, yeah, yeah, all right, so. Your, your rant what is very relatable.
1: Mine is not. Great. Very unrelatable, but it's something that's happening to me. So ever since I gave birth, and I don't know what's going on, I can't look at things that are striped anymore. Like Ben has got these shirts that are striped, and it makes me like go cross-eyed. I get kind of dizzy. Oh. But then I crossed this rant out because I thought this is a bad one, and I wrote down a different one. So this is a quick two-for-one. But today... <laughs> My favorite drink of the season at Starbucks has been the pumpkin, the cold brew coffee mm. with the pumpkin cream. Mm-hmm. I've been ordering it and every day, not every day, but I every time every I have time it, I think it. Mm-hmm. this could be my last one because it's seasonal. I went to order it today on mobile order, um, and which is also my rave. So you can bring us home with your rave because Starbucks mo- mobile order, if you're not, Using it is the best thing on the planet. I've never used it. Shut I need up! To. You haven't.
0: I never used it. <gasps> no. You
1: feel like a celebrity rock star. What happens? Oh can you drive through it,
0: or do you have to can walk you drive to
1: through the- it? I mean, like, <laughs> no. It's better than drive through because in drive through you have to wait. With Starbucks mobile order, it's so amazing. You go onto the app, it will location find you, and like. Um, We were driving home from Ben's uh, six month doctor appointment today. We're on the freeway. I knew exactly what Starbucks we were going to be driving to. We were five minutes away. I go on mobile order. I put in our coffee orders. We pull up to Starbucks. Our drinks are waiting for us. You know what the best part is, is you walk into the Starbucks and there are people waiting in line, you know, or waiting for their drinks. Right. They Mm -hmm. see you come through the door. And you got to do like a hair shake. You got to like slowly shake Let the hair off your shoulders. You've arrived. You stroll right up to a little section that says mobile order. Your stuff's waiting for you. You grab your drinks, you turn around, you walk out, and you leave everybody dazed and confused in your dust <laughs> about how you walked in and how didn't have to wait she in line. You just do that. And you grab your
0: drinks and go. It's amazing. Who was that? Does anyone know who that was? Should we have gotten a photo with her? Should we have gotten her autograph? Yeah. Let's make sure we watch TMZ tonight.
1: She's got to be on there. And then they know your name, you know, because they're like, "Oh, thanks, Colleen." Yeah. Or whatever. And you're just you're like, "Oh, damn, I'm good." You bet. You know. No, thank you. So I go into Starbucks and I I went to do the mobile order. I go, I put in the previously ordered, you know, because you just put your favorite. It's in the previous, so you can just add it again. It says out of season. Big red out of season. So I ordered a backup drink. I wasn't too excited about it. Now I got to find what my new seasonal drink is. I go in to pick up the mobile order and I look at the barista and I say, hey, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. This is out of season. And she said, don't you worry, Colleen. She said, there's another one coming that you're going to like. By the time this podcast is out, it might be already out. It's another cold brew coffee, which I like topped with they're going to do irish cream foam so it's going to taste like a little irish coffee where you get a little foam and a little coffee and i can't wait so that's my wow. rave I, pumpkin spice is out and i'm finally okay with it because, because you've i'm down got, with there's irish a light cream at the end
0: of the tunnel for you being in wow what's your rave, ash let me see what is my rave i wrote it down the chiropractor so oh. i have um basically for the last i don't know five years or something. I get headaches almost daily, um, or several times a week, but definitely when around my period, um, when I'm hormonal, while I am pregnant and I've been going to the chiropractor, I went and saw someone, I don't remember, Oh, my back had started bothering me. Like when I sleep, when I wake up in the morning, so I thought, I'm just going to go to the chiropractor. And he prescribed me to come three times a week, which I said on my stories. And someone was like, my husband's a chiropractor and that guy's just jerking you around for money. And I was like, well, fine. I already paid and I'm in. Um, so I've been going, I have not had a headache since it's been three weeks, I think or something since I started going, it just feels so satisfying that snap crackle Mm. pop. And he's just right down the street and it's an in and out, you know, I just go in, puts me crack, 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 I'm out. And I just feel so good leaving there and limber. And, and he said, like, we, you know, we did a test the very first time I went before he adjusted me for like mobility range of motion where I blah, 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 all these things. And then he'll test me again. And he's like, and you will see like things have changed. My hips were off. I had this major issue in my neck that he's been working on and fixing. So if you have a- and also they can do. If you have a vaginal birth, they really, it's very good for pregnant people to go to the chiropractor and also they can do chiropractic care on your little one who comes out really probably with a C-section too. I did it with Revy, but especially Mm -hmm. if they come out the birth canal because they're kind of squished and whatever, and they just like gently touch them and stuff. They don't snap, crackle, pop anything in the, in the newborn. But most, most places will do that for free. I feel like if you're getting seen, then they'll also... Well, if they do chiropractic on little ones, but yeah, whether you're pregnant or not, I've gone to chiropractic lots of times in my life, and I always feel really good. And they have more than just the bone cracking; they usually have massage therapy there, like some that tape that like helps you, kinesiology tape or something. I don't know, whatever. So you got it. Check it out, guys, and it's working for me. So thankful for that.
1: It could work for you You too,
0: guys. We love you. That's it. That's a wrap.
1: We do love you. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy we're thankful
0: for you. your
1: holidays. And it feels like a year ago because this episode ran long, but we will tell you how you can brighten up
0: someone else's holiday yes.
1: soon, too. So Check hang tight the, for that.
0: I think we're going to try to put it in these the notes of this podcast if we can get the Amazon mm-hmm. list up in time, but we will let you know. If it's not in this week's podcast notes, then we will let you know in the next week Um, also be following us on instagram because we will share over there you can sip with us is the name over there rate subscribe review we might read you as review of the week yep join us on patreon do all the things you know do everything i mean we love you either way thanks for listening you You can can sip with us always
1: always and we will see you next Next Tuesday. tuesday bye bye P a t r e o n dot com slash you can sip with us, or download the Patreon app and search
0: "You Can Sip With Us." Become a patron, five bucks, guys. It's five bucks a month. I mean, just give up your latte one day, one day mm-hmm. out of thirty
1: days. Boom, paid for. Yeah, yeah. You know? Totes, kabobs. Do it. We'll see you over there, K-C-O. Every Friday. Love guys. you. Bye. You're our crew. Bye.